Greetings, my brothers. I'm D. This is the Future Fathers Podcast. Good evening, my brothers. And all of my sisters that might be listening or that are listening, D. Future Fathers, this is the podcast. I'm sure you got that from the intro already, but you know what? I just want to reiterate exactly what it is. So today, my brothers and sisters, um, I want to take a little, well, not a different approach because it's still me chatting and you listening, so it's not different. Subject today is though, um, our children. I don't know if anyone's been on my YouTube channel, Future Fathers FF, but recently I posted a new video of, you know, it's everyday stuff that I was going to get my son from gymnastics and I thought let me make a video made a video and a revelation popped up in well in the middle of the video my son proceeded to tell me that not far from his school on Monday I believe last week Monday yes that would be hold on let me let me just get the calendar out and make sure I know what I'm talking about uh, Monday the 30th of September this would be so unfortunately a young man was stabbed not far from my son's school now my heart my, my thoughts and feelings go out to his family I have no idea who this young man is 16 years old and you've had a stabbing now I'm not saying oh yeah do you know what he's the only one he's the only I know he's not the only one yeah, I've got a very, very, very close friend whose son has been stabbed twice. So it's something that is very, very close to me. It's like my front doorstep. I had a young man fatally wounded not far from my house. And now my son's seeing this, well, not seeing it because he didn't witness it. But as far as what I could gather the information he gave me, he actually witnessed the boy being taken away in an ambulance from outside his school there was a lot of police officers and you know that kind of thing so today what i would like to address is the fact that we as people yeah as beings need to inform our children of what they're doing what they shouldn't be doing and all the things around them that are going on that are quite harmful to them. Now, I don't know how many of you out there have witnessed the stabbing, been stabbed, or anything like that. I'm not going to boast and say, oh, yeah, do you know what? I see bear man get bored. I pussy bear man get... Do you know what? Right? It's not a thing that I'd like to brag about, but I've seen people get stabbed. Like... I've seen it happen. I've actually seen it happen. It's not a nice thing. Believe me. It's not something that's cool. It's not something you actually want to witness. And on top of that, it was, all right, it's, it's, it's a minor. It was a minor thing when it happened, but I've been stabbed as well. It was only in my hand. But regardless, somebody pulled a knife on me because you wanted to know what I had for him. 
And as I, as I told him then, and I will tell you now, bro, I ain't got nothing for you. Yeah? I was at a phone box. The brother said to me, give me your phone. And I said to him, hold on a second, bruv. If I'm at the phone box, would why would I have a mobile phone? No, if I'm obviously using the phone box because I don't have a mobile phone. This young man decided he was not quite happy with the answer that he got. So he proceeded to pull out a knife and he swung it at me and he caught me in the hand. Luckily, I was not on my own. I had about six friends with me and about four participants, or should I say not participants, spectators. These were young females at the time. At the time, I was only 15. So I'm going back. This is, this is what, a good 15? This is over 20 years now that happened to me. But the relevance of it is still ref today. We, as people, as I said before, and I will continue to say every single day, we as people need to address the fact that our young ones are putting themselves at risk, carrying these knives and these blades and things like that. Not only are they doing that, but they're putting other people's lives at risk because they're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm some kind of bad man. I can do this. I can do that. Bro, listen, this is for the youths out there, yeah? Play this to your children if they think they're bad people, yeah? Bridging. Bore somebody up, yeah, out on the road, and you'll go to jail, yeah? Then you will know about stabbing you, boy. Because them man in there is not playing. They're in there for a reason. Them man there will bore you up and feel no way about it at all. Certain man in jail will do it because they know they got time. Yeah? So they know, all right, well, do you know what? I know I ain't going nowhere. What do they have to lose? Absolutely nothing. These young guys that are stabbing up other young guys out on the street have got their whole lives ahead of them. But none of them are thinking. Not one of them are thinking, oh, yeah, do you know what? In about two years, yeah, if if I get caught, if I get caught, because I'm not going to say all of them get caught, because that's, this is just the world we live in at the moment, unfortunately, but not all of them get caught for doing stupidness like this. Yeah? If... If I get caught for something like this, I'm going to go to jail. Excuse me. I don't know how long I'm going to spend in there. But yeah, when I come out, I'm going to want to do this. And I'm going to want to do that. Bro, you can't do nothing. Yeah? You want to talk about getting a job? Bridging. Listen. Yeah? It's hard enough for a black brother to find work in the working world without them kind of stigmas on you. You don't need to be telling your employer, yeah, or, or a prospective employer that you spent time in the camp. That is not what you want to be doing. Yeah, because I'll tell you this, I know brothers that's been in the cannery, boy, and certain jobs they can't get. Certain jobs they can't have. I know guys that's been in the can and they've got decent jobs now, but this is after time. A lot of time has passed. So they've been out of jail. They've, they've tried to do other things. They've tried to make their lives better for themselves. And obviously, obviously, some things have gone the way they wanted them to. Some things haven't. The point I'm trying to make here is our young men are not invincible. You young men are not invincible. 
You want to carry on like, I'm He-Man. I can do this thing. I'm about this life. Um, what life are you about? Because you only got one. Are you talking about waking up every morning and wondering whether somebody's going to run you down and stab you up? Because that's all you've got to be thinking about. Not to be funny, but if you stab somebody, yeah, you have to think of the repercussions. And the repercussions of that is, more than likely, nine times out of ten, somebody's looking to bore you. Somebody's looking to shank you. That's all it is. It's a, it's, it's a wondrous circle of life these boys live. You stab someone, you get stabbed. You stab someone, you get stabbed. Like, really? Is this what we want for our youngsters? No, it's not. And it shouldn't be. So we, as the parents of these young men, need to be taking a firmer hand to them and telling them, listen, that's not what you should be doing. I don't care if you don't know your son stabbed somebody or you don't know if your son's doing this or you don't know. You're supposed to flip in no. As their parent, you are supposed to know what they're doing. I've got an 18-year-old and a 14-year-old. When they're not in the house, I cannot say 100% wholeheartedly, yeah? I cannot say I know exactly what they're doing. I can't do that because I can't see them. It's not obvious to me what they're doing, but I can tell you this wholeheartedly, 100%. My children are not going to be pissing around or messing around with any youths that are looking to stab somebody up. I'll tell you why. Yeah, I will tell you exactly why. Because the kind of fear, yeah, I put into my children about messing around with people like that is strong. Oh yeah, you can have brethrens. Oh, yeah, you can have boys. They can be down to ride with you. And they will look to take somebody out for you if things go bad. But you don't need somebody on your side, in your corner, that's willing to stab man up for you or for themselves. Or even you do that yourself. Because what are you going to teach your child when you have children your own? Of your own. you Oh yeah, when I was younger, I used to go out a road and I used to do this. Oh, you get them brothers who's actually doing things like that, that's got children. How many of them actually get to see their children? How many of them actually get to spend time with their children? How many of them actually want to spend time with their children? Not a lot of them. First and foremost, most probably, is because they do not have the guidance that they need in their lives for them to be saying, right, do you know what? I don't need to be doing that. I'm not going to front. Having a nine to five job, yeah, is not ideal for everybody. Selling drugs ain't ideal for everybody. YouTube, vlogging, and them kind of things that is not for everybody. 
but there is an avenue for you as an individual person to follow. There is somewhere in this world where you fit in. Now, you don't have to carry on like, oh, yeah, because this happened to so-and-so, I have to carry on like that. Didn't happen to you, so why do you have to? Because something happened to your friend, you now have to carry on like you ain't got no sense. Or because something happened to you, you got to carry on like you're some big man. No, I told you what, you're an idiot. You're a natural idiot. You think getting back at somebody or stabbing somebody because you're in the position to do that makes you a man. Or it makes you a big man. No, it don't. It makes you a pussy. Excuse my language. That's what it makes you. I grew up in a time where I'm not that old. This is the joke. This is the actual joke. I am not that old. I'm 37 years old. But I grew up in a time where you could go out a road and you could have a fist fight with man. Yeah, man, you didn't like what man said or certain guys didn't like what you said. Bro, you would get punch up. You would get punch up. Obviously, yeah, back then there were certain guys that used to carry knives. But it's nothing like what it is now. Nothing at all. I watch YouTube videos where these youths are running around with swords. They're not knives. A knife, a knife, yeah, by definition, is a blade you use to cut something, i.e. meat, vegetables, planting, you know, things like that. So it's not, it don't have to be that big. It have to sharp, yes, but it don't have to be that big. They don't even have to be that sharp. But these youths are running around on the street with eight inch knives. Bruv, what the hell are you doing with a knife that's eight inches? Eight inches. Some of them's 12. Like, I don't even want to say 15, Carl. 15 inches, bruv, that's a, that right there is a shinobi sword. You're supposed to have a mask and a hoodie and, and two-toed shoes and everything and run and no one can hear you. I do not understand what is wrong with the youths today, why they feel it's necessary they have to be doing these things, but it's not cool. Imagine a 16-year-old boy nearly lose his life. I don't even know what happened to him. He could have lost his life. As I said to you before, the youth near my house, he lost his life because five youths was running him down. And he's trying to get to somewhere where his family is and got stabbed not two minutes away from his family member's house. That's not cool, man. We are not giving them the right enrichment for their brains and for the stimulation for their physical being. That's why these youths obviously feel like, yeah, I can go and do this. I can go and do that. First of all, you can't and you shouldn't be doing that. And second of all, who are you to be looking to take somebody's life? You don't even live your life yet, but you're looking to take somebody else's life. You are not the most high. You do not get to pick and choose who lives and who dead. 
None of us do. We all have a time where we're supposed to pass. Let it come naturally. Let it flow naturally. Don't be an idiot and be like, oh yeah, well, do you know what? So and so, blah, 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 this, that and the other. And you're looking to bore man up, stab man. Nah, bro, that's not okay. That's not okay. It's not how we should be living. It's not how we live as people. Every single one of us, every single one of our black people, and I will be specific in saying our black people, need to look at all of our children. Because the girls now, they're getting bad as well. Over the last few years, that's been getting real bad. The girls think they're like, man them. You're not boys. And boys, you're not big men. These are children killing other children. I'm pretty sure none of you listening to this would like that that knock at your door with the police officers coming to tell you or a phone call telling you, oh, we've got your child in custody because they just stabbed somebody. I'm pretty sure your hearts would sink. Mine would. I trained my youths to throw their hands. For somebody else to pull out a knife on them, believe me. Don't, do you know what? Don't even believe me. Trust in this, yeah? I'm going to jail because I will kill somebody's child if, if, I'm not saying I'm going to go out a road and I'm just going to punch up someone's you and, and kill them dead. No, 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 no. If you proceed to pull blades on my children, know that, yeah, I will find you. And that's just my opinion. I don't know how many other brothers out there who's been in that situation have actually thought about it and actually gone out and done it. But you hear what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and stab up a youth because somebody stabbed my son. No, I'll go and punch them up. I'll give you a proper beating. I don't have to be that guy that says, oh, yeah, do you know what, my son, do, 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 do. I'm going to go and do exactly what you did. For what? For what purpose? For me to go to jail? No, 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 no. I'll thump you up and put you in hospital. And then when you come out of hospital, I'll thump you up again. Just to make them think I know, say, well, do you know, I did not do the right thing. <coughs> Regardless of whether they think it was right or not, they're going to know, do you know what? That time there was the wrong time. Not everybody can be like that. Not everybody's sympathetic in the situation. You get some people whose youths get stabbed up and they just don't know what to do about it. Not to be funny. I've got plenty friends that's been in that situation. I don't know how many of them have got children and they've told their children that they used to do that or that's happened to them. But I can guarantee you, yeah, it's not something that they want to be telling their children. It's not information you freely pass on to your children and be like, yeah, do you know I did that? I bet you it's more a case of, 
you know what? So-and-so happened to me and I'm glad I'm still here. None of us should be out there giving our children the information to say, yes, you know, it's okay to do that because it's not okay. It's not okay. We need to be looking at every situation in all of ourselves now and saying, right, do you know what? This has to stop. And it's only going to stop with us. I, us as in parents, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you know your children's friends and your children know that you know their friends, they're less likely to move with a crowd of people that are going to do those things or going to influence them to do those things. I know we cannot guarantee who our children are moving with out on the street. I know that. As I said, I've got two boys. I know exactly what it's like. My oldest is 18. He can go about on the road. He has he started to go about out on the road on his own. My son works. He doesn't get back inside the house until 10 o'clock after he's doing his tricking, he's gone work, he's gone gymnastics. And this is both of them. The younger one, obviously, like, I'll go and get him from gym. But it's getting dark now. When he's going to gym, like, it's, it's, it's not light. Hate to say it and touch wood. Do you know what? I don't want nothing to happen to my youths. But I feel I've given them enough information and enough wherewithal so they're thinking about their surroundings when they leave my presence or when they're not in my presence. I just hope all of us can come together somehow. Please, we need to. Learn something to teach them so it keeps their brains occupied. That's what we need to be doing. That is exactly it. Because I tell you, from their brains are occupied, they've got nothing else to do but think. Their brains are programmed to think. And with black people in general, we're very, very, very inquisitive. Our brains are naturally designed to want to learn. Doesn't matter where it is. But if we're interested in something, we want to learn about it. Some of us are very late bloomers. We don't want to learn nothing until later on in life. And then we start realising, well, I should have done this when I was younger. But who's to blame? Is it you or the parent? It's both. I'll gladly say it's both. Because the child hasn't put in the work and the parent hasn't made them put in the work. I make my children put in the work. The first thing I asked my youngest son today was, did you have any homework? I didn't even say hello to him. I asked him if he did, if he had any homework from school. Because that's where you was all day. So you should be thinking about school and your schoolwork and making sure sh your stuff is all right. So when you do go back, you've got something to say. You've got information to give. Your brain wasn't just sitting there stagnant. It was actually doing something. My brothers and sisters, we need to look after them. We need to make sure that the next generation yeah, is better than us. That's what we all strive for. You ask any parent, oh yeah, I want my child to do better than I did. I want my child to do better than I did. But then we've got children running around stabbing up other children. This is not cool.
I don't know how you feel about it, but I don't feel good about it. It frightens me to think that that can happen to my sons at any point in their life over some stupidness as well. It doesn't even have to be a major, it can just be something stupid because somebody don't like what they said or what they did or even how they was behaving. It's unfortunate, but these things happen. We now need to take a grasp on the lives that we are watching over. And we need to instill some serious, serious knowledge on them. Drop some serious knowledge on them and let them know, do you know what? This is not where life stops. Your life is worth more and can be worth a heck of a lot more than you even imagine. There are no words that can teach certain children you know, the information or even give them the, that that spark to say, oh, do you know what? I shouldn't be doing this. I know it's not easy for them as well. You, it's not, it's not easy for you. You got your brethren's doing this. Your brethren's doing, you want to join in? They want to join in. Where do we draw the line? The line has to be drawn somewhere. Let it start with us. We're their parents, we're their guardians, we're their teachers. We have to make sure that the next generation are doing the best they possibly can be. So my brothers and my sisters, teaching is a very, very unique thing. None of us even know if the lessons that we're teaching are taken on board. So for now, you keep going, you keep teaching, you keep learning to teach. I'm D, this is Future Fathers. Stay blessed. <laughs>